Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Coming at you on the eve of the beginning of early signing period. Billy Embody here to break down the storylines to watch as SMU gets ready to close out, in a way, this 2021 recruiting class. And as it stands right now, not expecting many surprises here for SMU entering the early signing period. It's a chance for them to make a huge splash with four-star offensive tackle, Savion Bird. He's out there, uncommitted, about to make his announcement on CBS Sports HQ at around 9.50 on Wednesday morning. So keep an eye on that. And look, here's the latest, I, I think. It, going into the early signing period, one, my crystal ball is still on SMU, still at a confidence level of nine. I think when I look at this recruitment and we look back and now look, SMU has got to get this one over the finish line. It, it's not necessarily uh, this this recruitment that while everything is being said the right way to the SMU coaching staff, that you can always just chalk it up to that being how it goes down because you are in a high stakes recruitment against an Oklahoma, against an LSU. Those are really the three schools here. Now, from what I gather, it's SMU, Oklahoma. Those are the schools that really have any shot of getting him to commit and sign during the early signing period. And for me, for me, as I've made phone calls over the course of the Tuesday, you know, leading up to this podcast and as I posted on the site, all indications are Savion Bird is going to end up at SMU. I think, one, you look at his two teammates being committed. That's nice. Jadarius Thursby and, and uh, Roderick Daniels, who came on after a flip from Baylor. Now, that's great. You look at Rashad Samples, the SMU recruiting coordinator, whose dad is his high school coach over there at Duncanville in the Dallas area. He's done a terrific job recruiting him. I think there are some other ties at play here as well uh, with family at SMU, uh, on the coaching staff, and just some of the things that we've talked about on the Pony Stampede message boards over the last many, many months covering this recruitment. And to top it all off, I think for the most part, it's a chance that he could play early. I mean, that that is... That's key, I think, for some of these offensive linemen. Get on the field early. And I I say that in a sense where, look, you have some of these linemen that need to be developed. I think Savion Bird can step in on the interior of SMU's offensive line right away. He could probably, probably play right tackle, maybe. Um, but I think with his size and strength from what I've seen out of him on tape, he's going to have a chance to compete right away to start. And I don't say that lightly with offensive linemen because very rarely does it happen. Jalen Thomas was somewhat of an exception. Marcus Bryant was pressed into service this year for SMU as well, and even then he probably wasn't ready. But if you've watched the Oklahoma side of things, confidence has waned. The crystal ball has shifted back over to SMU in terms of the weight, the weighted score here uh, with SMU having the slight edge going into the early signing period. And I think that's a reflection of how well SMU's played this recruitment. You get Rashad Samples locked up to an extension, so he knows his recruiter's going to be there. The buzz around A.J. Ricker potentially leaving has kind of died down as of late. Uh, Sonny Dykes not going anywhere. There's a lot of stability at SMU, and there is at Oklahoma too. Don't get me wrong. Bill Biedenbaugh is not going anywhere. 
Lincoln Riley is not going anywhere. I don't think, I don't think he's going to make that jump to the NFL anytime soon. And they're also, uh, you know, a, a school that recruits really, really well year over year. I think the family wants him in Dallas from what I've gathered. And I just think this all adds up to when he's finally ready to make his decision because it is his decision. It's going to be SMU when he announces his commitment on Wednesday. And uh, from what I've gathered, that's been the message he's kind of given SMU for, for many, many months and the family as well. And so going into Wednesday, that's the one that everyone's watching for SMU. And it's just a, a few hours away. It's kind of crazy that it's coming up and he's going to sign early and go through with it. And SMU has a chance to pull off, you know, a major upset. I think, one, there was always some concern that this class, uh, kind of moving on, wouldn't stick together. What would happen, you know, as some of these guys broke out as seniors? Would uh, maybe a, a numbers situation change and they would uh, see some guys defect or this or that? And really, I think it was only Joseph Manjack, uh, the wide receiver who's probably headed to USC, that is going elsewhere. And Everyone else locked in, and they got a good pickup in Mason Jolly out of Prosper, somebody that they evaluated as a senior. They knew they wanted another linebacker in this class, and he's a somebody that grew into his body as a linebacker. He was a safety for Prosper for a while, and he brings some physicality. He brings an edge, and out of all the linebackers they evaluated in this class, that was the one that they wanted to add late. They have Isaiah Kelly, who's locked in and signing early. Uh, they have... Uh, you know, some, somebody like Jadarius Thursby or Isaiah Nwokobia, who could end up playing linebacker. Travion Sneed is being recruited as a linebacker. Uh, but all of these guys kind of bring an edge to them. And I think that's something that in this defensive class is going to be what stands out the most. And that's not even talking about the defensive line class that SMU has assembled because it is uh, probably among the best defensive line classes you can sign as a group of five without having, let's say, like a an Ed Oliver coming into the fold uh, like Houston did. You look at Jalen Samuels, who's going to sign with SMU. Uh, he's one of the biggest risers in Texas. Braylon Jackson, a big recruiting win for SMU. Jaden Jones, super athletic, two-sport star uh, out of Dallas Parish Episcopal with, with Preston Stone. Stone Ebby had a terrific senior year as well. And so the defensive you know, makeup of this class is really, really good. And uh, and then, of course, you know, Preston Stone coming off another state championship uh, with his parish team. This class is a lot to like. Um, and then you look ahead. Uh, and one thing we're kind of watching is will Austin Uke in fact sign late? That's what we're hearing. He is a four star on 24 seven sports. He's picked up scholarship offers from Stanford, USC, Texas, all over the place uh, as they make their late push. And. If Preston Stone, if some of his other teammates and certainly the coaching staff could try to change things late and get him on board, that would just be icing on the cake. Because look, the dead period is extended out to uh, April now, so there won't be official visits for him anyway. So kind of the pitch is, look, you can stay local. You know you have a home here. You know we're not going to go anywhere. And we would love for you to sign right here, right now, and come uh, be a part of what we're building uh, alongside your teammate Preston Stone. So that's kind of uh, the pitch here late. I don't necessarily think it's going to work from what I understand. Uh, so they'll have to battle into the spring, but that's something they're okay with. They'll find 
uh, a way to at least stay in the mix and then go from there uh, as uh, you know, he'll have a chance to probably make some unofficial player led visits out to some of those schools and to dive into his recruitment a little bit more. So you've got that one really as the lone surprise that we're watching for uh, Savion Bird set to announce around 950 central time on CBS Sports HQ. Now, I, I think one thing that SMU is going to do and do heavily, and we've already seen it with Nolan Matthews, the tight end out of Arizona State, is address positions in the transfer portal. That is what I think for the most part they're going to be after. Uh, they're going to look, I think, at linebackers. Uh, never count them out for a receiver. But one position I think you guys need to keep an eye out for is quarterback. The position is really thin. You had Terrence Gibson's, Gibson transfer. Derek Green, would he be able to really do much uh, for SMU uh, if Preston Stone wasn't ready to go? Not sure about that. Preston Stone, you're a true freshman. You are enrolling early. He's physically ready to go, but will he adjust to the speed of the game quickly enough? And that's why I think they go after a transfer quarterback. There are tons of options out there. Among them, Charlie Brewer, the the Baylor quarterback, who is a one-time SMU commit under Chad Morris. Jaquindon Jackson, another Duncanville former star uh, who just went into the transfer portal from Texas on Tuesday morning, and he's somebody that is really close with Savion Bird. So if you talk about pairing up those guys, that's just another reason for SMU to feel good about Savion Bird. Uh, There are others out there. Those are a couple that I wanted to highlight, I think. But look, I I think for the most part, SMU with this one-time transfer rule uh, where you're going to be allowed to transfer without penalty – they're about to really be able to make some waves in that respect more so than they have even uh, before that. Because, you know, I think part of the issue and, you know, even before Brandon Crosley transferred to SMU, there are rumors that he was unhappy at Colorado State before the season. If he had a chance to transfer before the season without penalty and go back to SMU, I think he probably would have done it uh, before his even freshman year was underway. So, now players will have the green light and say, okay, wow, this might this is not what I thought it would be. Uh, and sometimes players can just kind of get stuck in a rut and say, you know what, I don't want to sit out a year completely. I've already you know, either not been playing much or not getting along with the coaching staff or something like that. If you have to sit out another year or you're, un- or you're unsure that you're going to be able to get a waiver to play right away, that kind of might hold you back. Now they'll be able to play right away. And I think the transfer market for SMU is really going to heat up. I do. So Keep it locked on Pony Stampede. We're going to continue to monitor the transfer market in a big way. Uh, Trust me, you won't want to miss that. I think it's going to be really, really strong, kind of similar to the year Shane Bouchelle uh, came to SMU with some of those other guys, Brandon Stevens, um, and and that whole crew really that came late um, for, for SMU. So that's something to monitor. SMU season is already over. That allows the staff to kind of buckle in for the early signing period and also probably get a little bit of a head start on recruiting some of these guys to come back. Um, We'll see what happens with guys like Shane Bouchelle and Kylan Granson. It doesn't appear like they're going to come back. They they both have opportunities to play in postseason events for some of the pro guys as seniors. Um, I would bet they're both gone at this point. Um, But there are others like Reggie Robertson, I think, is going to return and others like that. So we'll keep you guys locked in on that on Pony Stampede. Don't be afraid to give us a try with just your first month for a dollar. And then also we're having a big 
60% off uh, early signing day flash sale to get a Pony Stampede uh, subscription for a year for 60% off. So don't be afraid, like I said, to check that out. And also leave us a rating, leave us a review, and subscribe to the Pony Stampede podcast. We'll be back on the other side of the early signing period to break it all down and where SMU goes to next. Uh, We'll keep all you guys up to date on Savion Bird's big announcement. Again, 950 Central on CBS Sports HQ. Don't miss it. And uh, enjoy this. It's a really, really strong class that Sonny Dykes and his staff put together. As of now, it seems like they're all going to stick together. We'll see if they can make the big splash with Savion Bird on Wednesday. So thanks for listening and hope everybody has a great rest of the week.